Hello guys, my name is Adam Singh and today you're watching Leo Talk's journey in the F1 in schools competition. This is a series of development class and our journey and we're going to provide you some tips and tricks and our experience in the competition. Today I'm with Shunio Torale, one of the youngest manufacturers in the whole Australia for F1 in schools and he recently just achieved a magnificent award for his team of the best manufacturing car award which he gained with breaking no critical regulations and making probably one of the most smoothest cars in the whole F1 in schools competition. Well, let's talk with him. How are you doing today? Good, good. So, what's your insight in the F1 in schools? What do you think are the the main roles? What do you think is the most important stuff like that? Okay, so I could go into like the engineering enterprise, but I'll just go straight to the roles since that's easier to comprehend. So, um, we have the design engineer and the manufacturing engineer, which basically work in Fusion 360, but do two different jobs. So, the design engineer designs the car. based on the regulations which we were talking about earlier and um basically my job is to uh, create code for this um record for this actual design so that we could feed the code into a machine called a cnc uh, cnc machine and that can actually cut out the car uh, on a piece of balsam so um yeah you can get the wood car and uh, it's actually really um it's 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 a good process to uh, learn and um it's a good process to learn and comprehend because you can have a really good pro- process after doing this because uh, you need to you need to really think about how to get fine details in the least amount of time because we want to manufacture these cars pretty quickly and we also want to uh, we also want to be um, more efficient while thinking about the resolution so the resolution is actually how fine your car will be manufactured but you can get this by sanding but it's a bit harder so then you have the marketing uh, the marketing manager and the marketing manager the marketing manager's job is to know um, the community and reach out to sponsors um to support our collaborations and to also support our finance so um it's basically two different roles combined in one but yeah it is a pretty um pretty hard role but basically uh, we're going to reach out to sponsors by sending them emails and calling them and we're going to try to gain collaboration with uh, which is basically meetings with them and we're also going to try to get, gain um some more um financial help uh, if if we're doing something like uh bids mm. which is a manufacturing thing um then there's a graphic designer so the graphic designer's role is to uh make a uh, make a portfolio and also help with the logo and basically all the graphical or the more visual side of things in that form competition so um right now our graphic designer is Simon Anderson so um oh, we have uh, he is our, he's our newest member in, in our team and um yeah so that's basically all the rules and that's basically the main part of the F1 and all these all these rules work together so there's also a team manager which is more like a um yeah he's a, it's it's a manager so it's not really a um specific role but yeah it's uh it's with project management and team management Yeah. So um it seems that you have got great knowledge about this competition. So do you move on like how many years do you have in this competition? 
think we have about two more years. Uh, not exactly two, but a bit less than two. But, but yeah, uh, or you could. It's better to think of it in seasons than years. So we, ha- we do have uh, about two seasons left, which is pretty good. Um, right now we're doing the states finals, uh, but we're doing it as a professional class team. So we're looking forward to that with uh, you know newer regulations and uh, better regulations, and you know it's 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 better for us because it's thinner wings custom wheels and win and even on the enterprise side i'm sure i'm not aware about the rule set but i'm sure there's developments in um, regulations all right so like how has your journey been like as a development class team and then now a professional how's your journey actually been like how many ups and downs did you actually have when we started off, we really didn't know that much about the competition and uh, we needed help from our mentors, from the teachers from Atlanta College to really help us with and guide us with our learning uh, throughout the competition with the software we use. Like right now, then we didn't, back then we didn't know any of the software. Um, we maybe, like one of us maybe knew what Fusion 360 is, but we didn't even have it. And then after that, we had all the help and all the guidance from our mentors and we had we had ANSYS running, we had Fusion running, we had SimScale running, and a lot of other programs like on the Enterprise side, was Illustrator and After Effects now. And uh, I'm pretty sure we're gonna experiment with more software. And um, yeah, so basically we had we had uh, not, not not a lot of ups and downs, but they were sure when there were ups and downs, they were pretty big. So um, we had some time when um, team members didn't you know come to come to the class or team members didn't the job in the correct time so um we needed to work around that and we needed to uh, really we needed to do the work and um get past that um you know get past that trench and uh, move on to the next phase and we basically we wanted to we wanted to move from um uh amateurish um team to like a professional team and it, it has been our goal and we've pretty much accomplished it now moving into the professional class and um, basically the professional class is more of um, it's more of a, a like it's more of a certification of um, the progression and the development more than um, getting better uh, they're certainly getting better in professional class but it's more um, it's more that you have experience in the competition already and you're moving on to professional class as um, as becoming more mature you could say over time so that's basically, yeah. So, what are the resources that your school either gave you or like you found on the internet? What are your inspiration as well? Yeah. So um, there's many, there's many resources, there's many places you could find resources like the RA website, um, or you could even find it from uh, some other teams, previous teams, and on their websites. But the best place is to look on the RA page. Um, so if you're on the RE page, um, there's, a, there's a there's a link to the technical regulations, competition, and a bunch more. And um, there's rubrics at the back there too, so you can guide your uh, assess your um, you know final uh, final submissions. And um, I think we'll provide a link in the description. Yes, we'll put a link in the description to all all the resources which we could find regarding yeah. F1 in yeah. schools. Yeah, yeah. So, 
how has F1 in schools impacted your life or has it impacted your life? In what way? How do you, how did you, did you find new career options? What was the advantage of doing F1 in schools? Yeah, of course, of course. So, um, basically, once you start F1, first of all, once you start F1, you can't, um, stop doing F1. It's really fun. And, um, basically, it opens up many new possibilities for career options and career paths. So because we're working with industry level um, collaboration and software, it's like Fusion and Adobe, uh, so, um, it's, it's really helpful in the future on your resume to say that you've been in, uh, in, in F1 and you've been working with this industry class software that only people up in the industry who are actually on those career paths can work with. And it's really helpful when you're looking for jobs and when you're actually looking to learn a new skill in this industry. And um, it's it's uh, it's amazing how um, really diverse um, you can you, you can learn with uh, the different software and how uh, how how you can get to um, you know better career paths by just doing that one. So um, yeah, I've, I've learned a lot from it, and um, it is going to help me in the future. It's also helping me now by um, you know getting me uh, getting me better. Uh, getting me better um, roles in the actual F1 and um, this is actually going to progress in the future again when you're um, in this career option you're actually going to already have experience in this so you're probably going to find it easier than most people in that industry because you already have experience in it so yeah it's really helpful trust me go for it alright so the only thing which I'm kind of confused on about F1 is like what all things like how broad is this F1? Who does it connect in Victoria? Who does it connect? How many schools can actually do it? So I'm not sure on the numbers but um, I'm pretty sure last time we had about 70, I think 70, more than 70, around 80 or 90 teams that participated in the state finals and basically just just from the numbers that's go to schools obviously but the thing is um like you were saying how does it connect those people um there's there's a lot of collaboration happening between teams and um teams are helping out each other these days with um f1 so um we basically just we've connected with um uh we've connected with two previous teams from alamanda college um with conquest racing and peregrine racing and um we've had a bunch of talks with them and they really mentored us in our um, you know, journey and it's it's, uh, it's it's fascinating how we can connect with more people throughout their foreign competition by um, just by emailing them like it's, it's, it's just one email away to contact with a really good team yeah so uh, for manufacturing or for engineering yeah. what are the um, things you watch like how do you get your ideas down and even like for the whole competition i would say how does your team get like things done like what's the process what's your thinking process yeah so um it's not a random process here so we all need to uh, the thought process is different in everybody but our guideline our timeline needs to be decided at the start of the competition so we don't slack off and so we don't mess up um, in the middle of the competition and just mess up everything. So um, we set up a timeline, and in this timeline, there's uh, this particular um, you know uh, time periods for um, thinking and 
thinking about innovating and thinking about um, getting more efficient ideas done. And this is where we start brainstorming essentially the the actual ideas we want to um, you know implement in our processes like manufacturing, design, whatever whatever it, it is. It's pretty adaptive to every kind of um, uh, every kind of uh, role here. But yeah, mainly focused on engineering and manufacturing. It's um, it's pretty it's pretty easy to just go out and make a timeline but then the actual when it comes to brainstorming we're trying to find more efficient ideas more innovative ideas from other teams and just looking at other teams cars can give you a better idea at what to do in manufacturing and um, i'm pretty sure there's more teams that display the manufacturing process so you could go look up theirs and go look at what they've done um we might even put ours on i'm not sure if you already have it on but um, I think there might be a video or something, but we'll probably post it later. So, thanks for telling that. And so, like, in the um, part of manufacturing the car, what is your, like, just your thinking process? Do you just like to keep it simple? Or do you, like, strictly follow the regulations? Or because sometimes when you design the car, it won't come out as manufacturing like that correctly. We we can see it with many cars if we check the videos. But yeah, how did yeah. you do that? So me personally, I look at it. Um, you could say simply, and I look at it from just a design perspective, not a manufacturing perspective at first, and um, just appreciate what the actual concepts and aerodynamics are. And after that, um, I try it. Making, I try shaping the manufacturing process around the car rather than the car around the manufacturing process. And this is because you can get a better, you can get better uh, and efficient uh, innovation around um, making the manufacturing around the car. But there is sometimes, there's obviously compromises where you need to, um, you know, change something in the car because it's not uh, getting up with the regulations from the uh, from the manufacturing process. So there is definitely both uh, of those worlds, but. It is, um, you want to balance it out and you want to, you don't want to change the whole car up because of the regulations, but you also don't want to just um, break all the regulations just to make the car. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for talking to us. Uh, I had a great time <laughs> talking to my own manufacturing engineer. <laughs> so, you want to say something to the viewers? Um, Any tips you can give the people watching this, doing F1? Pardon? Any tips that you can give for people those who are watching? Yeah, just just boot through the competition. Trust me, it's great at the end. And you're going to learn a lot along the way. So um, just just go for it. Trust me, it's going to be really helpful in the future. And it's also going to be really helpful in the present when you're... um, you know, doing these kinds of opportunities and jobs. It's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing because uh, you're not going to get this opportunity again, uh, especially if you're in um, catering college or something because it's, it's only up, uh, up until ninth grade in um, in this particular college. So, yeah, go for it quickly. And, um, yeah, have a great time. All right. Thank you, Shunil.